Oh, hey Sam, how you doing? Cal. Yeah. Your great disappointment. Yep. I have brought dishonor. <laughs> Do you um, want to? Yeah. So, just for the audience at home, because obviously they don't know, we already did this episode. We recorded it, edited it, and it was the best episode ever. And you'll have to take our word for yep, it. Yep. Yep. There was n- never been a better episode of anything ever written. Um, Take but, that, Citizen Kane. Um, but tell them what happened, Cal. Well, so I went to a little-known German outlet uh, called fucking Aldi um, to buy a new power board because uh, it was on their special deals. has, like, eight USB ports in the fucking thing, so I was like, shit, yeah, that's going to do all my charging and, so hard. And power boards are one of those things that you can notoriously buy cheap versions of them and they're completely fine. Well, they were discounted, not necessarily cheap. Uh, like, they were still... Not necessarily... It was still a $25 power board. Pricey. You know, so I was like... Yeah, like, it's not a cheap power board. Um, but it's cheap considering what you get with it, and... When it's on special, I'm like, clearly Aldi's just like getting a whole bunch of these from like other things that they're affiliated with and just selling them when they get them. That's why it's all random shit. Uh, But anyway, long story short, it's not earthed properly. So my entire track of the last recording has this high pitched buzzing in the background that's immeasurably irritating. It's I got a headache (laughs) uh, editing it. Yeah. Yeah. And then so just plugging it into a, and like the extension cord that that um, power board was plugged into solves the entire problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bad power board. Yeah, that, that's the main thing. So if you find a high-pitched buzzing on you recording at any point, check your power board. Or else I... Try plugging your mic into a different thing. Use a USB mic. Oh man, I was this close to buying a new mic today. I mean, fair. But then I'm like, I'm like, now nah, I'll just wait for Black Friday because I know what the problem is and I can fix it. I just wanted a mic that I didn't need to plug an audio interface into. It's and, close. Uh, anyway. It's close enough now. Um, <laughs> yeah. The one problem, as always, is now you're going to get our second-hand reactions to all your tweets, of which there are a lot. Uh, and we are, yeah, I, like, I love your tweets, I do, but we're probably just going to power through these. So, yeah, if, if we skim over these a little bit, we do apologise. We already read them. <laughs> and we already discussed them at length. It, there was a f- the sheen is taken off. There was a th- They're unwrapped. 30 minutes of tweets just gone. <laughs> so let's crack on. Yep. Uh, at Flint Monkey tweeted us saying, An interesting bit of info you guys didn't touch on is that Jonathan Majors has been cast as Kong the, Can- Blah, Kang the Conqueror in Ant-Man 3 who in the comics turns out to be a time traveller named Nathaniel Richards, a descendant of Reed, who changes his fate to become Iron Lad. Um, Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I I do wonder if they'll tie that into Fantastic Four. Yeah, and I assume there's going to be some time and uh, reality-bending bullshit going on in the next few movies that's going to justify a universe where Reed Richards and the Fantastic Four could have existed for a long time, but just not in the universe we know. Um, or whatever, but yeah, like I, yeah, they'll, you know, Marvel's Marvel. It's gonna, it's gonna do it. It's gonna be fine. No one's actually gonna care. Yeah. No one's gonna be like, oh, well, that was dumb. I guess I'm off this 25 movie train. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no one's gonna do that. No, no. 
They're not. Um, I just wanted to quickly say I've I've gotten distracted by um, by mm, what's currently trending on Twitter. Oh, fantastic! Um, so, <sighs> yep. Um, I find this very fascinating. So, when something's trending, they give you like what category that thing is. Yeah. So this is what's trending at the moment: Attack of the Clones, The Last Jedi, Return of the Jedi, Yep, and Revenge of the yep. Sith. You might know all of right, those so as Star Wars movies. I was going to say, so Star Wars is trending. Yes. Um, but they all have their own category, and they're all categorized under entertainment, which makes sense, right? I mean, no, because they're not entertainment uh, Very movies. good. But you know that it's the entertainment <laughs> industry, so you get it. Except The Last sure. Jedi, which is trending under the category wrestling. Lol. <laughs> um, is it... Does it have a wrestler in it? Not that I'm aware of. Maybe Finn's love interest? Finn, the totally straight man Finn? With his heterosexual Rose, love interest? Rose Tano, you think, might be a wrestler? No, no, <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's Tico, and no, the, the, because Rose, Tico, Rose Tico's gone too. Yeah, no, she's she's not part of it either. She doesn't count, because that was a Ryan Johnson creation. Um, <sighs> so it's the, it's the, new, it's the other Stormtrooper. The other defective stormtrooper. No, she's from the Rise of Skywalker, though. Not not the Last Jedi. I can't believe how oh. how dirty they did Rose in the Rise of Skywalker. It's, it makes me oh, so I mad. Know, right? She was actually a great character <laughs> and was like a unique yeah. character to Star Wars. But fuck being different, I guess. Anyway, um, the next yeah, tweet from Matt Flint Monkey. <laughs> Is I was God, this I was, path we're walking down is riddled with rabbit holes already. I was worried I wasn't going to have the same energy because this was the second <laughs> time we've done it. But turns out I can just get angry about different things. Correct. It's Star Wars. <laughs> uh, at Flint Monkey said, "You guys totally forgot to talk about the best announcement of them all. I am Groot, the series of animated shorts about Baby Groot. I didn't realize they announced it was animation, but I guess that makes sense." Uh, boo. Uh, boo, uh, boo. Now, I'm not watching it. Cal, moving on. Cal, would you watch it uh, if yeah. um, that was disgusting? If Baby Yoda made an appearance? Uh, no. But what if him and Baby Groot hugged? What if they had a little cuddle? Uh, nope. I think you might. Sounds lame. I think Cal, you should um, go to a doctor um, to get checked because you might be dead what, inside. Get a soul transplant. Yeah, you might be dead inside. Um, so don't care. So you might need to be sent straight to the morgue. Hopefully, I mean, <laughs> can't come soon enough, as far as I'm concerned. What else? What do I have to look forward to? The fight, the next Star Wars movie. <laughs> At Flint Monkey. <laughs> yeah, go then on. tweeted, "What did you guys think about Willow getting a show? I haven't seen it, so I honestly nothing. we thought nothing about it. <laughs> I haven't seen Willow. I know it had Warwick Davis in it, and I like Warwick Davis. That's good. So if he's in it, I'm interested. But I mean. Sure. I don't really know anything about it, so... I, I'm not a cricket, so I can't make the appropriate sound effect <laughs> for my thoughts on this. I can't do it either. I tried, but I, tr- I tried. Moving on! Uh, we've got a series of tweets from at Riley is Good. The first one says, tweets, yes. tweets, tweets. There's a lot, and it's very Correct. overwhelming all at once, but it's not the first time Disney has announced like 30 Marvel properties at once, and it worked out okay before. Um, shrugging That's emoji. True. I'm also ready for more Marvel stuff now that we've had a long break from it. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm yeah. like, I'm starved for this Marvel hit. Um, 
<laughs> I know. You can, I know. Like you're gonna be in the cinema, like waiting for Black Widow to drop, and you're gonna be like scratching at your arms, like, oh, mm-hmm. come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Is that it? Um, but I'm I'm never gonna get to go to a cinema again, probably. So that's lame. <laughs> no, uh, correct. Moving on. Um, yeah, no, I I agree though. They haven't. They have done these big announcements before. And it's been fine because it is it is spread out. It feels like a lot, but this is also like an announcement to investors. It's like, yeah, hey guys, this is what your investor investments going towards. It just happens yeah, that in we... case you were, <laughs> in case you were like worried that like Disney wasn't going to make all the fucking money in the world, like we just want to let you know we're making all the money in the world. That, like while the rest of the world is going out and making fucking. Crimes of Grindelwald 2. Like, <laughs> Crimes of Grindelwald 2. We're making the Loki TV control. show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now I'm just now I just want Tom Cruise to play Grindelwald. Oh man, Tom, you mean Keanu Reeves? Ooh. Yeah, that well, I, I I heard Cruise and went Tom Cruise. Yeah, I, he went Cruise Control, which doesn't Keanu have Reeves. Keanu Reeves in it. I know. Before we get tweets, I know it doesn't. What doesn't? It? No, they Is recast. It else? Yeah, because he was like, that sucks ass. Because he was like, hey, this movie's got a shit script. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Bill and Ted, though, I'm all in. <laughs> all yeah, in because they're perfect scripts. Makes sense to me. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Oh, ne- wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Next tweet from Riley is good is, Star Wars is something I can never be excited for, but there is some neat stuff for once. Rosie O'Dawson maybe being very problematic has hurt any interest I could have in Ahsoka, but she is still a very interesting character. Um, yeah, I, I think we, we did discuss this in the last recording, but I hadn't heard about the controversy. I looked it up. It, you know, some transphobic stuff, which you know, if 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 even remotely true, it is super upsetting. Um, but let's not go into it too much because it's a downer. Yeah. Uh, next tweet from Riley is good. Is Disney Plus allowing more adult content is very good in my opinion. I think Disney realized how much they were hurting their own streaming service by just not putting so much stuff on there. I'm curious how extensive it'll be and if they'll commit to keeping adult content on there. I think for the most sure part it will. acts like a side. It's like a you sign up for Disney Plus and it's like, do you want to enable Star? So it's like a yeah. an all in or all out kind of deal, um, and it's only available in certain areas. So, mm. uh, so I don't know. I uh, I think it can only be a good thing, right? I mean, I'm uh, Logan, Deadpool. Like you got all the Alien movies, the the new Planet of the Apes movies, like. Hell yeah, give me that More shit. More choice is is all that people want. Yeah. And um, and if you own half of all film and you're not putting it on your streaming service, you are just a dumb bum. It's just... It's a big dumb bum. Yeah, it's just hurting yourself. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a smart move on their part and I look forward to when it is available. Correct, I agree. The next tweet from Riley is good is, with the muffings coming up, Oh, they are. The muffins, muffins. are. The mu- muffins are coming up. Jeez, we haven't seen enough films. Mm-hmm. Here are the films I loved or hated that released in the UK this year that m- you maybe haven't seen. The first one's called okay. Saint M- Maud. M A U D. Maud. Saint Maud. Saint Maud. The Assistant. Weathering with You. Brahms. B R A H M S. The Boy Two. Yeah, Money Plane. And Assi- Assassin Thirty Three A D. 
which is the only one I've heard of, <laughs> and is about terrorists going back in time to kill Jesus before the resurrection. <laughs> Assassin's 23 AD sounds like the one that might be so bad it's good. I, but I doubt. I it. don't see how it possibly could be. I'd love to. <laughs> I'd love to know which ones are the ones you hate and which ones are the ones you are that you love. Uh, but then I forgot. Riley did have a follow up tweet, um, which is I refuse to confirm which ones I loved and which ones I hated. But you can probably figure it out from the titles alone. I'm going to say you <laughs> loved Saint Maud, loved the assistant, yep. loved weathering with you, sure, loved Brahms. Yep. I think you hated all of them. <laughs> I'm doubling Fair down enough. on that. <laughs> okay, but that's cool. mostly because right. I good have heard you... of none of these. Good thing you showed the least commitment possible and bailed on your bit <laughs> to then do the same bit again, but without any of the build-up yeah. in the opposite direction. It's called a subversion of expectations, Cal. <clears throat> it's called... <laughs> Like it's called doing a no but instead of a yes and. It's called fucking up. <laughs> it's called dropping the pie. Sam. Well, you would know what that's like, Cal. There is too. crust and you, cream and apple you and would, mincemeat everywhere. You would know what it was like to fuck. Can I just say mince pies? Crap. I don't get them. I don't what, get a it. Fruit mince pie? Yeah. Crap. Yeah, yeah, no, that's it's dumb. Like I mean cuz it's like I think I get it in the sense that, like, when I was a kid and I only ever had like McDonald's shitty apple pies, I I didn't I didn't understand what was good about an apple pie. So like maybe if it was like a homemade good one with proper like, but that's an like, apple pie mixed fruit. An apple pie like proper sweet apple pies yeah. are awesome. But a mince pie yeah, like, isn't well, you that. Get a good apple pie. A mince yeah. pie is like let's make this fruit pie savory. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'll just have a fucking real pie. <laughs> have a meat pie I'll have myself a classic cow flavoured pie yeah or you know <laughs> fill it with carrots or whatever I as a vegetarian eat but <laughs> I, I assume cream and broccoli uh, well yeah cheese and onion is a big one cheese and onion pies are good chunion yeah fair enough uh, next tweet uh, moving on and we should move final tweet from Riley's good is no I want to talk about pies more cow we should do a pie cast <laughs> We we've been I've been trying to get a snack show off the ground for so long. And it, we'll call it Piecast, and it's exclusively about pies. Done. Lock it oh, in, damn. baby. It's the worst idea we've had since uh, Behind the Mask. <laughs> well, I mean, so it's the second best idea we've ever had. <laughs> Final tweet from Matt Riley is good. Is one last Disney Plus thought. Netflix wore me down by dropping 12-hour seasons all at once and the quality slowly going off a cliff. I think they've made great decisions to release episodes weekly, keep the seasons shorter, and tie it into an MCU more closely. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, but the main thing is being tied into the MCU more closely. It's like I never watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because I knew it was never going to be a big deal. And then when people were like, oh, hey, the helicarrier, they explained that in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm like, okay, cool. That confirms all my suspicions that I shouldn't give any fucks about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had a good season or two. It had decent bits. Sure, the Ghost but Rider it had stuff... nothing to do with the MCU in the end, did it? No, not really. <laughs> they didn't even acknowledge the I snap. I don't think. Yeah. And we'll probably get um, Ghost Rider appearing in the in the main series universe in this like at some point. And we probably will get Charlie Cox and um, I hope so. Mike Coulter and uh, what's what's the other one who is an Iron Fist? <laughs> um Punch Boy. 
No, no, the punch girl, drunk punch girl. I see. Um, another fuck sex. Th- yeah. Another thing with Disney Plus is they also seem to be having variety in the content. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist—they're all the same show, and there's like a because well, they were all designed to fit together. Yes, but not in an interesting way, as we saw in the Defenders show. And I mean, I like Daredevil. Well, yeah, I stuck yeah. out with Daredevil the whole time. I like Jessica Jones. I stuck out with Jessica Jones. But I like the characters in those. And the characters in the other ones just didn't grab me as much. I've heard that the what... second season of um, Luke Cage is great. Cage? But I'm not watching okay. the first season to get there. The first season's fine up until the first villain dies and is replaced by someone who's nowhere near as interesting. Yeah, that's um, annoying. I watched the like, first the... six episodes of that show, I think. I just stopped. They're just yeah, again. I think they're that's l- about right. Like you might have one more that's any good. They're long twelve hours because it's exactly what what Riley's good said is it's twelve hours, twelve hours, mm. and it, it's just yeah. so slow and it's just not the right. Yeah. What well, what they needed is two less episodes in total, maybe maybe ten minutes less per episode. Yep. Um, and for it to actually tie into anything in the fucking Marvel universe. Well, and. And some variety would have been nice. They so Kevin 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 Feige Kevin Feige announced that yeah. the um, the She Hulk show is going to be a thirty minute courtroom comedy, and I'm like, I love it. Fuck yes, that's amazing. Like that's absolutely what it should be. Yeah, hell yeah, I'm there for that. Because it's like it's actually using Ali McBeal, but well. she's She Hulk. Yes, great. Yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah, All good it's, it's using All good a classic TV like trope genre thing, uh, but just making it with She-Hulk. Like, which is what's so ex- why the fuck not? Exciting about all these new Marvel shows is they all seem to be doing that. It's like, what if we did mm. all the classic sitcoms? What if Loki was in um, the Umbrella Academy? Like, fuck, I don't know. But you know what I mean? Like, this is... <laughs> or, or Burn Notice. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. They're doing interesting things mm. with it, which I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying. Yeah. Um, and on that note, yeah. the next tweet is from me. It's uh, from at <laughs> oh, Sam God. Prattwhite. It says, Hey, future right. Sam, don't forget to mention how you were wrong about a lot of the Marvel shows coming out over the next eight years. Um... So, goddamn robots, you said that there's a lot coming out, it feels like too much. And I was like, it's going to come out over eight years, so it's fine. Um, And then Marvel proved me wrong and said that there were going to be six shows in 21 and six shows in 22. Yeah, uh, and that's where you lose me. Disney, get fucked, I'm not watching them all. I'm just not watching them all. But, in Disney's defence, if, like, if it's a six-episode, a six-part show of The Winter Soldier... And then you got WandaVision, and then it's She-Hulk, which is a 30-minute courtroom joint. You're going to watch all of those. Well, uh, yeah, and fair enough. Like, Because the thing is, I'll watch, I'll watch the ones that are going to have an important part, uh, that are going to be important to the MCU, and I'm going to watch the ones that are interesting. Yeah. So, like, What If is interesting. She-Hulk, I'm, I'm interested in. It's going to be funny, if nothing else. Yeah. Um, uh, Loki's going to be tied into the MCU stuff. Um, and WandaVision I'm deeply interested in and it's going to be tied into the so interesting to the MCU I'm stuff. really really curious so I'm definitely watching those I'm not watching Baby Groot and that's fine um, 
Uh, I probably will watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier because I think it will be tied into the MCU stuff. And we'll have to do a podcast because um, we're going to be doing this podcast for the rest of forever. As long as Disney's releasing movies, the Video Shop podcast will endure. <laughs> when Disney closes, so does the Video Shop. I'm saying it now. It's in when, canon. When, when, when the mouse... Like, when Mickey Mouse goes into the public domain, that's when we stop. So we're never gonna stop. <laughs> never stopping. Um, God damn it. Moving on to the dumb one that isn't me. Uh, there's a tweet from at Flintmonkey that says, Spoilers for the Muffin Awards, but Moonlan has already earned itself two muffins from me in the worst category. Yeah, I don't blame you. I thought it was real bad. <laughs> you can listen to our last week's uh, Minnesota about it. I'm sure I've seen more boring things or, like, worse made things. I wouldn't call it the worst thing in the world. It's no, just it's a not. bit naff. And it's super controversial, so it's like, well, fuck, I guess I just... Like, I never wanted to watch it again, but that's the final nail in the coffin for me. Yeah, yeah, no, I I, I totally agree. Um, we then got a tweet from Before the Movies Pod, which um, isn't... <sighs> which I want to make clear, I had nothing to do with, and Bob didn't tell me that he was doing it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm sad that we uh, lost your live reaction to it, but that's... That's just how the old... That's how the podcast crumbles. That's how it goes. Um, he replied, lol, he, 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 laughing lizard emoji to the video shop having uploaded 2,569 minutes of content. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. We missed the whole dumb bit where I genuinely didn't understand what was going on when I just missed that it was the sex number. I know. I it's it uh, it, it took like five imagine minutes. It. Just five, imagine it in your head. Five minutes later, Cal goes, "Oh wait, sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. And yeah. us describing that That's to you is is basically just as funny as listening to it. Just as good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bob, I mean, before the movies pod, then tweeted uh, a link to a YouTube video about how to pronounce. Tenet? Tenet. 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 But yes. the YouTube video isn't loading, so fuck me, I guess. Oh. It's pronounced Tenet. Tenet. There you go. Now everyone knows. Wonderful. Um, and then um, and then the most upsetting news, the worst news of 2020, which you now already know, but you probably forgot until this moment. Um, yeah, probably. Is that, do you remember the most upsetting news of the year? Nope. <laughs> Um, What's the most upsetting news of the year, Sam? Uh, Lizzie McGuire. The reboot got cancelled. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not a bit. That's not sad. That's that's not funny. No, it, it, it is just sad. Um, because reading between the lines a bit here, Hilary Duff said that like she wanted to be really true to the character and they just didn't find a place. It just didn't come together. So if it wasn't going to be true, then she didn't want to do it and totally respect that. Reading between the lines, as I said to you when we last recorded, um, Hillary wanted Lizzie to fuck, and Disney was like, no fuck. <laughs> that's, that's a weird and gross thing for you to have said. Uh, I think it's <laughs> I, pretty spot on, though. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, but who's she, who's she fucking? Gordo, probably. I don't know. No, I thought he got with the other chick. No, no, Gordo got with Lizzie in the Lizzie McGuire movie. Remember she's dating the hot no, guy and it's like, this is what dreams are made of, but it's all like, hey, maybe this guy's a douchebag and Gordo was in yeah, front of me the whole lame. time. 
No, nah, that's lame. Don't, don't go for Gordo. Gordo, Gordo is a cracker. What's wrong with Gordo? He's all right, but he's sidekick material. He's not. He's <laughs> sidekick material. I mean, sure, yeah. she probably wouldn't have ended up with Gordo. I don't know. I need to watch that. But show is it again. truer to the Lizzie yeah, McGuire to, character to, that she's celibate? To truly ship them. Because I don't no, think no, so. Fuck no. Yeah. Anyway, at Boo Mowgli replied to me tweeting that on the video shop, saying this is more upsetting than a puppy crying, the failed launch of Cyberpunk 2077, a pub with no beer, or hearing Sam and Cal say nice things about Mowgli, Legend of the Crumple. <laughs> that perfectly adequate <laughs> Jungle Book film. It's fine. Um, it's totally fine. It's just, it's just fine. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think the last time you read those out of order, you you you, dis- you used all those descriptors first. Yeah. Before you moved on to what the actual news was, and that was much funnier. So imagine we did that. Yeah. And it's just the problem the- is this time <laughs> I had to I had to remind you the context because you'd remember yes. we we needed we needed the. us describing it's just as funny, Cal. It's just as funny. It's all good. Just just as funny. Explaining the joke is as good as the joke. Correct. Um, but you know what right. we should do now? Uh, I can wrap it up because we're already at the hour mark. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say cancel the podcast, never do another episode. Um, uh, what's that, Mickey? <laughs> I'm in the public domain! <laughs> your, uh, Mickey Mouse, your Mickey Mouse impression's annoyingly good. Um... <laughs> Thank you. I hope it came up on my actual recording mic, um, not my talking to you. Because I hate admitting you have any talent at all in any... I mean, that's your I'm, one talent, but... Dude, I am the talent. Oh, my God. You're just the guy who reads the tweets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that hurts my feelings, Cal. Oh. That makes me sad. <laughs> it makes me real Fucking, sad. Don't be sad. Be better. I... Well, I... I expected my I my co-host of nearly two hundred and eighty oh, episodes boom. to lift me up, to help me rise. But <laughs> all he does is he he pushes me down. He stands on my shoulders. Jeff, Sam's crying again. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Get over here. I need you to play the music. <laughs> Jeff's back. Podcast about when you're watching, maybe I'm your host, Cal. I'm your other host, Sam, and today um, we are talking about the Mandalorian season two, episodes six yeah. to eight. Again, yep. Yep, 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 again, yep. If you want to listen to us talk about episodes one to five, we did that a couple of weeks ago. Links in the description. Also, there's a time code in the description to skip to this part of the episode if you don't want to listen to the tweets. God but damn it, you did that. Right the first time, then you fucked it up this time. I blame you. <laughs> Next time, don't buy a power board from Aldi, you moron. <laughs> uh, but now a quick word from this week's sponsor, Aldi. <laughs> with this special buy. <laughs> um, anyway. Tweet um, us and, and you can get a free power board from Kel, only slightly used. <laughs> Uh, free shipping because I'll just throw it at you just as hard as I can in your general direction <laughs> and you got to find it it's like a treasure hunt <laughs> so Robert Rodriguez uh, directed this oh yeah this fuck episode. we got to now talk about the Mandalorian ah yeah we do ah um, and it was 
this this scene this movie and it said this scene was just <laughs> this what? Because it's pretty much to all start it was. again, Cal. Start it again. All right. This episode <laughs> was basically just one big action scene. There you go. You got um, there. I'm proud of you. I did. You see, I said like five wrong things. That's how a co-host lifts up their fellow co-host. Oh, with support. You'll just edit it out. <laughs> I, I, I refuse. You can't now because it's a bit. <laughs> you fuck. Anyway. Ah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so the same person who brought you Sharkboy and Lava Girl also brings you... Chapter uh, 14, The Tragedy. Fucking shattering armor with this fucking big Maori war club. So good. I assume it's Maori. So good. I don't know. Um, we had the return well, of I... Fennec Shand, which was cool. Yeah, she's cooler mm. in this than she was in her introduction, um, I think. Ming-Na Wen, who is... Oh. The, the character's also going to appear in The Bad Batch, which is cool. Yep, and I assume the Book of Boba Fett. I uh, I would assume so too. Spoilers for the Mandalorian just up top. We didn't say <laughs> that this time. Spoilers for the Mandalorian. <clears throat> hey, spoilers for the Mandalorian. But he, you all know what we're about. Don't fucking listen to a podcast about something you don't know any, like you haven't seen. Yeah, we don't. We're, we're not one of these bitch podcasts that do a non-spoiler section. Yeah. Cowards. Absolute cowards. Hear that? The weekly Trust planet. Because <laughs> you know what the problem with the weekly planet is, besides being too fucking successful? Is that, is that I wish <laughs> I was there. They have a whole like half of the show where they don't talk about the actual thing because they got a pussyfoot around it. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had their success and fame. Yeah. Maybe we should pussyfoot around more often. <laughs> or, or we could be funnier. Ah, uh, the first option's far more likely, though, isn't it? Way easier, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So this was uh, mostly, uh, mostly just one long fight scene, which I guess is like is fine. Yeah. Um, I don't mind it. But yeah, this is the sort of thing that if it was in a movie would have taken like like a scene instead of like 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I back it. I, I thought it was really... Um, I thought it was a really strong episode. Um, the baby... Considering how little they did. It, yeah. Yeah, it was... Yeah. Um, well, it was tense. Grogu's... Um, mm. I, my heart... Stopped when Slave One first appeared. Um, God damn it! Because I'm a basic bitch boy. Because <laughs> you were like, "Hey, it's that boy with the helmet hood that no one else had in that movie he was in." <laughs> Slave and One now is everyone a... has in this show. Slave One is a sick looking ship. Don't tell me otherwise. It's pretty cool. It does look like it's it's the foot of a Megazord. That's fine. <laughs> and, I mean, it looks like it's gonna plug into a giant mech. I'm sure that's happened in a comic yeah. or a toy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Almost definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I didn't know that I needed stormtrooper armor to shatter like that, uh, but I did. Yeah, I know it. It's a way <laughs> to make the scene super brutal and feel really fucking mm. violent without showing any blood, mm. which I rate. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good PG violence. And I would have loved that in hindsight in rogue one. 
um, with that. Yeah, with, with the monk guy with the bow. With the yeah, which we also stuff. didn't remember his name yesterday, and we could have spent yeah. this time looking it up. <laughs> oh, that's funny, Sam. I'm a hilarious man. We um, said we needed more comedy, right? <laughs> I'm just going to inject that comedy right into your vein. You might feel a little pinch, just a little... There you go. Anyway. Um, God damn it. Was uh, that a good bit? It, where, everything's um... horrible, Cal. I hate my life. Um, <laughs> and especially hate your life. We should just power life. on to the next episode, I think. The Dark Troopers, though. The Dark Troopers were cool. I, I was ex- um, and yeah, they look- but they just sort of turn up, pick him up and fuck off. Well, which is fine. It was super sad. Um... We saw the Star Destroyer thing, which was cool. I was, um... They did a good job of making them fly without making them look silly. You remember when the Cybermen fly and how stupid that looks? Yeah, I mean, this is like Disney money versus BBC money. Well, uh, sure. Like, yeah, Disney's Disney's being funded by owning half of all film. Uh, The BBC is being funded by... uh, Stealing money from its, from the <laughs> the entire UK population public. of Britain, yeah, to yeah to fund, like to 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 justify the use of a technology they didn't invent. <laughs> Fucking goddamn it! You don't like the TV license, I know, and I also do. Not. I don't. As a as a man that comes, just don't call, just call it a tax. Then it'll be fine. Anyway, it's still not fine. But that's what um, your tax already goes to the BBC, like goes to the ABC, Cal. But just build it in. This old shit. Damn. But that's England, right? Like the road outside yeah. goes in a fucking weird zigzaggy line because rather than being based on any actual architectural design, it's where a horse ran six hundred years ago. <laughs> so they're like, oh, the horse ran round down this like twice. So let's fucking put some rocks there, and now we're just gonna pave oh, it. The grass ain't growing there anyway, is it? <laughs> we'll just pave over that. Anyway. Oh, no. Tier 4 is fun. disappointing accent. Um, <coughs> I'm having a great time. Um, uh, speaking of having a great time... I actually was uh, having a great uh, day, uh, and then I was reminded of The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> oh, no, Sam. You didn't even, like, accidentally step in that rabbit hole. You went, hey, look at this rabbit hole. I went right there. I was like Ray going straight to that dark side hole that's on that oh, island. Oh, damn it. <laughs> in that good movie. Um, so... I don't think anything else even happens in this movie. We should in this well, the episode. Big, Let's move on to the, the next There's a couple episode. of big things though. The Razor Crest is destroyed, which uh, yeah, who cares? I, I care. That is like them blowing up the Millennium Falcon. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Cal. It's been around for a season and a half. It's not that a big a deal. It's like if they blow up the Millennium Falcon in the Empire Strikes Back. Then yeah, and then and no one would have cared. Because then they would have gotten a better ship. He got his Baskar spear. Um, yep. He got. Uh, he put his jetpack down like an idiot. Yep. Um, then there was all the cool fight sequence stuff. Robert Rodriguez coming through there. Um, yep. Yeah, it's just it was just really cool, and it. it I complain a lot about Boba Fett and how I don't want him to have a show or this or that. But seeing him in this break some freaking stormtrooper skulls, I'm like, I'm there for that. Whatever happened to him in the Sarlacc actually made him a competent fighter. So, <laughs> fair enough. Well, and then him like blowing up the ship and having it like fall into the other ship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like, I was like, aiming for the other one. <laughs> well, and just to see like, 
that he's he's this like he's not necessarily as good hand to hand as Mando. Like he's not like a martial artist or anything, but um, but he has missiles in his fucking knees. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> the answer is get shot by his fucking knees. Yeah. Um, uh, it's one of those things where I'm like, this feels fan servicey, but also it's been it has been handled very well. His return, so I'm like, great, I'm, I'm here for it. Cool. Yeah. And it's yeah. And they're not like just here's the Boba Fett film. It's set between three and four, and um, and I'm like, oh, and, you know, I don't want that crap. I don't need a Boba Fett origin movie. Yeah. No. I, well, I mean, we already kind of got it. Well, it was Attack of the like, Clones. We, we know his origin. Yeah. 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 Um, um, but yeah, like it's, it's good to see him like sort of on screen justifying his entire timeline. Well, like, like justifying why he deserves the, the best car and, and convincing Mando of that. And, and then like the friction that comes up with him trying to like show that to Mando. And then in the next episode that coming up again with him and the other Mandalorians. Yeah. Like yeah, there's there's some good tension that comes from it, and a good it's a good like questioning of um, of Mando's like creed, yeah, and like, like make it yeah, making him sort of question his his beliefs of like well, you know what what are the rules around this specific you know different circumstance? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I I yeah, I do I do like I do like all that. Um, mm. Yeah. But uh, there's not a great deal else to say. Well, on this. the baby the dark troopers were. Well, yeah. the baby gets taken. Like those are the big things that happen, yeah. right? Yeah, setting up the the two parter heist to get him back. Um, and speaking of chapter fifteen, the believer is yes. so good. One of the best episodes so of good, the show. Man. Like I, I said it uh, uh, before, but uh, yeah, I did not think that Bill Burr had it in him. I didn't and he either. Fucking carries that episode. I mean, that's probably an overstatement because it's a good episode. Like the action is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, like Mando's performance in a like in another suit with another helmet on, but you still recognize him. Yeah, the movements are so distinct. I also like seeing mm. here how he handles all those guys on the uh, like attacking um, without all these gadgets. Yeah, but he's still just relentlessly, like, just ruthlessly murdering these these locals. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> protecting. Because if he didn't, everyone would die. I was gonna but, say for protecting yeah. their their um. Yeah, and I and like they obviously helped the locals out in a big way at the end of the episode when Bill Burr blew up the whole thing. Um, mm, but how many randos died? Yeah, <laughs> at the hand of Mando. How many rando Calrissians died? <laughs> Um, and yeah, like the, the point that, um, the Bill Burr's character, uh, I can't remember the character's actual name. Uh, um, doesn't matter. Mayf- <laughs> Mayfeld. Mayfeld. That's it. Um, so the point that Mayfeld was making that like these, the people on the outer rim don't care who sits on the throne. Um, it, it's still a shitty life for them. Yeah. Is it, is an interesting point that actually explores something that doesn't get explored enough in the Star Wars universe of like what it actually means to live under the empire as opposed to live under the Republic. Um, and like why anyone should fight for either side. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 
Which is a question Star Wars has asked before in, say, The Last Jedi. Um, yeah, the good one. Yeah, like the fourth best Star um, Wars movie. <laughs> sure. Um, like... <sighs> Behind The Phantom Menace uh, three times. God damn it. <laughs> Um, but it's interesting that the rest of this episode kind of goes on to explain why um, Mayfeld is wrong. Yes, that, like that he was he was part of that battle that was just a show of power on the Empire's part that just resulted in thousands of people dying for no reason. Yeah, um, and yeah, like they sort of hammer it in in the in the next episode as well, or later on in this one. Anyway, I think it was the start of the next episode um, where. Um, uh, they're, they're taking over, um, the ship and, um, uh, and the, and the pilot is talking about how, oh, that a small price to pay to rid our galaxy of, of terrorism. Yeah. Like, it's such an interesting way of looking at the rebels, um, cause to an established government, that's absolutely what they are. Yeah, absolutely. Like, well, absolutely. It's, but it's one of those things where like it's... they're not building Death Stars. History. <laughs> They're not blowing up whole planet. <laughs> history is what decides who a terrorist is. Ultimately, like yeah. you can use it all as a parallel to World War Two. Basically, most of it you can draw different parallels in World War Two. And the resistance in France well, yeah. would have been is is you know was terrorism against you know the yeah, Nazis, against the ruling who were the ruling, yeah, um, uh, who were the ruling party i guess class. of yeah class <laughs> is probably a better word of of france yeah um but no one would call the resistance terrorists you know because yeah i like yeah not from not in a star wars context anyway because like only has... only the bad guys see them as terrorists yes uh, and it's just one of those things where it's like history decides the bad guys but it's interesting in the next episode those two pilots one of them is like, we can cut a deal. Like, I'm not losing my life over this. And and then instantly just gets shot in the back of the head. <laughs> yes, yeah, so far. I felt real bad for that guy. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, funny. man. That's what you get for stepping forward and not back. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, But, like, that's, that's what you get for assuming that this other person is reasonable, which is a normal, like, human response. Like... To assume that your co-pilot might reason his way out of a hostage situation instead of shooting somebody, and so he certainly wouldn't shoot you. Yeah, <laughs> you've shared mixtapes. <laughs> you've been on road trips together. You were buds, and he just guns you down in the back of the head. Yeah, fuck, man. Um. <laughs> anyway, the the believer. <laughs> yeah, that scene in the mess hall where Mando has to take Shock. off his helmet, and like I couldn't believe he did it, and then how long he took it off, and this is that really subtle character growth that Mando has had. And oh. the argument for, in my opinion, Grogu as a character is Mando yeah. would not have taken his helmet off for anyone. He didn't take, he didn't take his helmet off to get some, to get some. And he wouldn't have even, he wouldn't have even been there if he, if without, like, if not for Grogu. So yeah, fair enough. Um, and, um, and him taking, it shows, it shows that he has learned to care about something else more than his crazy cult religion. <laughs> um, mm. And that well, is the baby. I think the, uh, like, the issue with this like, character growth that he's gone through is that because we don't hear what he's thinking and he doesn't say very much, 
and he's got the helmet on all the time, we don't have a lot to go on as far as that subtle change over the course of two seasons. But there is something to be said that you kind of, like, do see it. Well, you believe it, I think. Like, you you accept it, you because the show's made very like very well um but i don't i don't think you do see it i think you only see it in those moments where he makes those decisions that he obviously wouldn't have made before well yes but that's i would argue that's pretty much how character growth always happens this is just like the most Not... stripped down version of that mm, i mean this is it's it's super subtle and it's i it's sort of not even the point no, it's of not. the this, show. But it's it's a classic Western, and I think we, we discussed this last time. It's uh, it's the hard, yeah. you know, bounty hunter comes into town and, and meets someone that changes, and he gets, he gets something worth fighting for. Mm, yeah, like he's going in and doing it for a good cause rather than... For the for money. money. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, going in, going in, doing... Going in, essentially killing people and doing horrible things like for the right cause is sort of what westerns are all about yeah 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 yeah. Uh, what like like going from a person who just does those things for money to someone who does those things because they care about the people they're protecting because they're the you know quote-unquote morally right thing to do um yeah Mm. it's big in westerns and there's a you know it's why westerns were for such a long time so successful Westerns have a hard time now because of just how film has changed. Westerns just aren't successful. But it is nice to see Westerns live on in other genres because this show is just a it's, Western. I think, well, I think Westerns are successful just as long as you don't actually have cowboys. Yes, yes, you're, like, you're, you're spot on. Yeah, you can't do cowboys now. The aesthetic now. of the Western doesn't work. The storytelling does. Yeah, and even the aesthetic works. Uh, like, fucking Firefly is has all the aesthetics yeah, much of more a western and are much more on the nose about space yeah. cowboys but they're not cowboys yeah. you know no one's yee-hawing yeah. um <laughs> which actually i don't know but yeah so it is interesting how yeah. the western we think of as being dead but in reality it's just changed it, yeah it's evolved yeah as like, funny it, enough we that's can what see it's common ancestor stories do um yeah yeah um Oh, man, like, uh, like the musical stings in this of like, like every time Mando does anything cool and it almost, it almost goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so good. It doesn't, but it nearly It's close, isn't it? It is very close. Oh, so good. The last thing I have to say on the Believer is seeing the Slave One use a seismic charge again is really satisfying. I didn't. I didn't realize that was something I needed to see again. Yeah, and the the um, the commanding officer of Mayfeld and and his his performance in that convinced you of how fucking slimy and evil oh, the yeah. Empire can be. Oh yeah, like fantastic job. Give that man a muffin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, we say it every year. Every year we say we don't include TV shows, and every year we put them in anyway. Um, so there's going to be something from yeah. here in there, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, absolutely. Um, um, yeah, and so this this is also like because it's one of the few episodes we see Mando with his helmet off. 
I think a lot of people were um, sort of piling on to Pedro Pascal. Well, not piling on, but implying that his role in the show wasn't as big as uh, as it should have been. Like that, that like it's mostly the stunt guy in the suit because it doesn't matter who's there; he's just a voice actor. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't matter who's actually wearing the suit. And I think this episode's pretty solid evidence that he's in the suit a lot. I think he is, um, yeah, but he's not in there the whole time. But there is something no, to be and that's fine. said that it is the stunt dude a lot of the time. But that also, there's something to be said again, that doesn't matter. Yeah, well, and that at least both of those people, or all of those people, have the characterization of Mando down pat so well that even when you put him in another suit, and even when it's Pedro Pascal without the helmet on, you recognise this character and, and that he, and it fits. I think comes down to great directing. Then they have some astonishingly good directors on this show all mm. round. Yeah, um, and we'll get to just how good Pedro Pascal's acting is in the next. Well, episode. and shall we? Shall yeah. we then? Um, yes, we've spoken. We a, we've spoken a little bit about the opening episode. Sorry about the opening scene. Um, I really like the scene where Boba Fett meets Bo Katan, and she's like, "I've heard your oh, voice so like good. a million times. You are not real person." <laughs> And, and just that threat of like it'll be the last voice you hear, <laughs> uh, and like the friction that comes from what counts as a real Mandalorian, and and how Boba Fett doesn't care what counts; he only cares about his own legacy and, and yeah, like money, his father's armor intact. Well, yeah, but like, yeah, like. It's interesting that this, like, crazy fundamentalist Mandalorian in... um, What's his actual name? Uh, Mando's. Yeah, Mando's name. Oh, yeah, he does have a name. Din Djarin? That sounds right. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like, the fact that he accepts Boba Fett, but the people vying for power, uh, like, for rulership over over Mandalore don't accept him... (laughs) Um, it's, yeah, it's yeah, weird. Yeah, Din Djarin. Yeah, cool. Nailed it. Zero deaths. Um, yeah, like that, that whole pub brawl scene is really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then watching, um, watching that, uh, fake dog fight. Oh yeah, the, the fake chase. Um, yeah, to, to get into the ship. That whole action sequence was, was like proper Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it didn't look cheap because it was a TV show and, like, they just didn't fucking hold back. It was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it crashing into the hangar's great. Um, yep. Something we didn't mention on the last episode, but, I mean, this whole mm-hmm. sequence, this whole episode is great. And I love when they're all, like, making their way through the ship. Um, they're killing all those mm. stormtroopers to get up to the bridge to get Moff Gideon. Um, you have... They're, the team's women. There are four women, like, couple over, like, mm. in their, you know, these like are they're all, the muscle. Yeah. They're in their, you know, these are, and their actresses are in their 40s and are uh, actresses of colour. And no one said she's not alone. And that's great. <laughs> and none of them. Uh, um, and, yeah. it, and like it, it, it's, it was all clever. Yes, it, it yeah, it, it it was clever. That bit where they like flew off the bridge and then flew behind them was pretty good. Um, so they get to the bridge yeah. and um, Moff Gideon 
surprise, surprise, he's not there. He's got a sword to the little <laughs> baby's head, which is very disturbing. Yep. Um, um, and then Man- and Mando. Mando. The dickhead. Because uh, we know he's a big, dumb idiot. Love him to death. He's a big, dumb idiot. Love him to death. Big, dumb idiot. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Like, because Moff Gideon says, I've already got his blood. That's all I needed. Fucking lie! You had that guy in. He had the baby in captivity for so long. Yeah. How did you not have his blood already? Yep. Fucking. Two. I'll just let him go, as if you couldn't use more blood. Yeah. Yeah, I know. As if there's no reason why you could like there's there's no other reason you would need this character. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And man is all like, oh, okay, I guess I'm like, yeah, I'll take him, and then I will leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then. Fuck, ah! <laughs> Oh, so dumb. But um, but they have a cool pr- fight sequence. I was gonna say it's a pretty good fight sequence. We've also totally skipped over the dark troopers. Um, oh, true, true, true. There's that bit where because they're um, kind of surprisingly scary for just big robots, mm. especially that bit where they're like hammering in uh, Mando's head. Yeah, just like bashing it into the wall, and the helmets like digging into the wall is pretty fucked. Mm. Pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Pretty well done scene. Really well done. Um, and watching them hammer away at the door, trying to get out, was like it, it brought enough tension because you're like, shit, he's not handling one, he can't handle any more. Yeah, yeah. And then there's that little moment of relief when they get them all out of the airlock, but we've seen them fly, so they're obviously coming back. Yeah, of course they're coming back. Um, but also, what are you gonna do if Mando can't take them out on his own? Like, I mean, like there's plenty of people there to help but i don't think those bullets are doing anything yeah the bullets bounced off them if the whistling like missile silo thing he's got on his wrist isn't gonna isn't gonna they like like, heard it but they didn't take it down he used like all his gadgets to take down one yeah i mean because he he did leave the beskar spear way too late well sure he should have just stabbed one like just got it in the head with it straight away but True. It doesn't matter. True. Um, yeah. Um, uh, we also skipped over the bit where um, they're on the, like, in, like, the open room with, like, the the boardwalk thing, like, the, the walkway across a big empty gap. Yeah. Uh, and the Mandalorians just jetpack away. Yeah, I mentioned that. And, and Did you? Yeah. I don't know. You just didn't hear Might me. Have been last time. Maybe. Man, that was so cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> just them being, like, surprise motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, oh, sorry, we're get, I'm burning myself out. Yeah, yeah, no, because it, it, it was amazing. Um, we'll get, we'll, I'll get angry in a minute, Cal. It's fine. Um, okay, cool. And bring, that bring, bring some energy back. Um, so they capture Moff Gideon, and he's all evil, mustache twirling, like you'll never beat all of them. You're all going to die, except mm. for me and the child. <laughs> I'm a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And then why doesn't anyone just shoot him in the fucking head right then and there? Well, uh, bounty from <laughs> the New Republic, right? Oh, I'd have at least shot him in the leg. Yeah, yeah. Chop his leg off. <laughs> he doesn't need it. And you've got the Darksaber. and legs off. Put him in a basket. <laughs> Do it with the Darksaber. Instant cauterization. It's just, it's just oh. good business. Um... Yeah, so there's that bit where Bo-Katan's like, I can't take the Darksaber. It's got to be one in, like, Ooh. battle. It's really interesting, and yeah, I wonder if season cool. three is going to be, like, is Mando going to lead Mandalore? No. I mean, I don't think so anyway. It, At it, least I'd, I 
he'd yeah. be a bad choice. He didn't fucking know what a Jedi was. Again. <laughs> and he was a big dumb idiot when, yeah. <laughs> when Moff Gideon's all like, oh, you can trust me. Honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that scene like builds a lot of tension for what could be a, a fun antagonist role for her to play in the next season. Yeah, it, c- it could be very interesting. Um, and I'll be interested to see what they do with that season, especially considering the ending. Big, big, big spoilers for the ending. Big. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you really, if you're dumb enough, if you're a dumb bum, big dumb if you've avo- enough to. If you've avoided the internet for the last like four days, but s- decided to Except still listen to this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you only have yourself to blame, frankly. Correct. Um, so Yoda shows up. <laughs> And baby Yoda gets to go live with his own Kai. Um, and then Mace Windu arrives. Uh, he's got no ah! <laughs> And then Darth Maul turns up and is like, hey, is there a party here? I'm legless. Ah! And then everyone kisses. <laughs> they have a big kissy party. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, so, so Luke Skywalker I shows was a up. Big <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to say what you were gonna like, say? Well, just because it, it, I'm I'm a big dumb idiot, and I thought that Moff Gideon was totally not gonna uh, turn on Mando either. Um, <laughs> so when the X-wing turned up, it just didn't it didn't click who it was. And then when the security camera footage is in black and white, uh, I'm like, oh, that's a white lightsaber. So it's Ahsoka. Ahsoka's here to help and save the day. Um, but she's only using one lightsaber. Oh, wait. And then it sort of like, it took way too long for that to click for me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're a big dumb idiot. No, it's fine. I'm a big dumb idiot. Uh, when I was watching it with Brienne, when we watched the baby Yoda tries to communicate on the rock episode, we were theorizing who it would be. I'm going, the obvious choice is Luke. He's the only known Jedi in this era. Um, that's trying to do any Jedi stuff. Um, but then yeah. we discussed the other possibilities and Mace Windu did come up because according to <laughs> Samuel Jackson and George Lucas themselves, he yeah. didn't die. Jedi have survived big falls. So, uh, yeah, like Anakin does at the opening of that same fucking movie where he dies. Yeah. Um, so, so Brienne's watching going, I really hope it's, I really hope it's Mace Windu. And she, and, <laughs> and she believes that it's going to be Mace Windu right up until the point he takes the hood off. The green lightsaber was the tip off for me personally. Um, but Brienne was like, no, it could still be Mace. I still wanted to be Mace. <laughs> Honestly, Mace Windu would have been awesome. Samuel Jackson oh, back so as cool. one handed. Like, he's got a lightsaber, what? like, stuck in the wound where his hand was. Uh, <laughs> well, and he's already, um... They've already got the CGI de-aging down for Samuel L. Jackson, so I assume it's much easier... But they to don't need to do that. It... This takes place, like, 40 years after Revenge of the Sith. So he's, like, oh, the perfect age. true! No special true. effects needed, Cal. <laughs> Instead of this weird whole face is Superman's top lip... Yeah, that we got. With. It looked like a deep fake a little bit. I mean, it wasn't horrible. I, I wasn't. I think. I think that is what it was. It was like a body double. Yeah. Who then just got Luke's face. And then Mark onto it. Hamill did the um the voice work. Did the voiceover? Yeah. Um, it didn't look horrible. Um, like I wasn't. I I thought it looked uh, you know as good as if not better than Leia in Rogue One. Um, 
Yeah. Well, and um, you, but you, you were saying that there's someone else who fits the role, like someone who's yeah. Like, so, well, here's the yeah. thing about, and this comes back to Rosie O'Dawson's casting as Ahsoka. That was a fan casting. And according to Lucasfilm, they're like, we cast Rosie O'Dawson because of the fan kind of... Because fans did artwork and all this kind of stuff to show what Rosie O'Dawson would look like as Ahsoka. It was the, she was the fan cast actress to play her. You know, like right. however many years ago when Clone Wars was, was still on. And so that's why Lucasfilm cast Rosie O'Dawson. Fans have done the same thing with... Sebastian Stan as Luke Skywalker and you give him the same shit 80s haircut dude looks identical <laughs> dude looks identical like, so, I'm sending you a link that I just got sent uh, that I got sent earlier today um, I, and it's it's basically just speculation that there's going to be a Luke Skywalker TV show mm. um, and they photoshopped Sebastian Stan's face with um <laughs> with Luke's shitty haircut, and it looks fucking spot on. Yeah, I know. It looks identical. Like, <laughs> as far as casting goes, there's not a better time to do this if you're going to do it. He's already on the payroll. He's finished The Winter Soldier. Um, and as if... Yeah. I mean, if you were offered Luke Skywalker, you'd take it, right? Even if you fuck it up. Oh. Like, you, you there's get... There's no way he's saying you no get to, to that. Say it's more that would the fans Luke get mad. Skywalker. I don't think they would. Uh, I personally wouldn't, but I like The Last Jedi. I so, also like The Last Jedi. You know, so both of our opinions about Star Wars are completely um, invalidated <laughs> by that. Fact. But more more that, like, I don't believe... like Because pissing off Star Wars fans is easy to do, so I understand why they just wouldn't care about pissing off fans. You just need to know but which, I understand that what, what part of Star Wars they're a fan of, because that means they hate everything else. But if they were mad about fucking up Luke, yeah, you know. But then they, um, like if they were scared about fucking up Luke, why did they give Ryan Johnson such free reign over what to do with that character? Even though I think that was really good. I really like what they did um, with Luke in the Last Jedi. I think it's really interesting how legacy and that. Uh, like leg- like his legacy, his ego, and his own like the hubris almost led to his downfall, and that is what ha- you know well, that it's the you you and die a hero can come from or live long enough to see yourself yeah, become well, the villain blah blah blah. But well, like because I, I don't necessarily think that Luke Skywalker should turn to the dark side or become a villain necessarily. No, and but, but he I didn't either. Becoming disenfranchised by the failures of the fucking Jedi. Well, yeah, because they um, the Jedi. Low-key a sheet. The yeah, because a religious cult is not the best way to run anything. Yeah, funny about that. Um, and well, and I think that like that just a, a brief moment of self-doubt that comes from having the entire universe think you're a fucking like you are the biggest legend who ever lived. Yeah, you know, and then thinking, well, fuck, if I'm not getting through to Ben Solo. Who can? No one can. Maybe we should just fucking push, t- cut his fucking head off. Oh shit! Like, and that brief moment of doubt led to the domino effect of the entire fucking sequel trilogy. Yeah, absolutely. And like, people also seem to forget how Return of the Jedi ended because they're like, because Luke says mm-hmm. in the Last Jedi, "What did you expect was going to happen? I'm going to come out and face down the whole, f- you know, the whole f- um, First Order with a laser sword." Um, yeah, and again, it's it's that spot. Yes, people forget that Return of the Jedi ended 
when Luke decided to stop fighting. That's how he won. Yeah. <laughs> by by, by yeah. a, a, a pure act of pac- pac- pacifism, which is also what yeah. he did in The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi is his return, ironically, um, mm. to the Jedi he was yeah. always you know, meant to be, mm. um, which is to not and- fight, because that is the principle. And we see the Jedi's yeah. failings because they're always fighting. And it would have been really interesting mm. if they'd carried that idea of over to the Rise of Skywalker. Mm. But again, two lightsabers. And, um, <laughs> well, and, and I think that, like, even, like, Yoda at that point, at this point in the timeline, is, like, we don't see him taking Luke to a Jedi temple and reading him books. Or showing him how to swing like a that. lightsaber. Yeah. It, it's all, like, just the key life lessons involved in the philosophy of the light side of the Force. Like, it's just the, the choicest cuts, the, the way to live your life by. Not... Yeah, like... When the lesson that Luke teaches Ray, the Force doesn't belong to you, I'm like, yes. holy shit, that is... Just uh, as a line, I'm like, that is such an interesting thing to explore. Because, yeah, the Jedi are like the four... And yeah. I'm like, it doesn't belong to anyone. It exists in everything. And that is a yeah, principle... we can just use it. That is a like, principle I think, I think um, like, characters like Luke and Obi-Wan came around to in, mm. in their isolations. Um, but I think that's yes. something Luke also had to learn by going into his own exile after his own failure... Mm. Um, and I find that all really interesting. And showing Luke cut down a bunch of battle droids um, on a spaceship is cool. It is cool. I like yeah. it. I back it. But the people going, this is the Luke we deserved all these for the last 40 years rather than the Luke we got in The Last Jedi. And, I, and I'm like, yeah, deserved boom. is stupid. You don't deserve or not deserve yeah. anything um, as far as Star Wars goes. You can go make your own fan film if you want. No one's stopping you. Um, yeah, because well, it's what the character deserves more than what the fan deserves. Yeah, and as far as character goes, and, the most interesting Luke's ever been is in The Last Jedi. And his journey there is interesting, and I find this this use of Luke in this show actually interesting as well. Because it's he comes in, he's like, I will lay down my life for, for, this, for this baby Yoda. Um, mm. I will protect it with my life. And he takes it away to train, mm. and we. But we know that that Luke's legacy of training Jedi is ultimately a legacy of failure. Mm. Um, well, and, and I would have found it really. But also, like, yeah. Mm. At this point, he's at the height of it. He's just saved the fucking galaxy. Yeah. And he is now inheriting everything that, like, w- what it means to be a Jedi, is is his responsibility to maintain. Yep. Yeah. Like, there's a lot on this kid's shoulders right now, and he is still a fucking kid. And he never has uh, the, the... All his teachers... I mean, Yoda was a pretty good teacher for the... Kind of. But it, he's had a rough one. But they're all gone. They're all gone, yeah. he He's making it on his own. And he ends up failing, and the the last Jedi, the, the ultimate point is, pass on that failure, because that's the best way to teach the next generation. And it's something that we yeah. probably need to be... As far as the real world goes, it's you know it is a shit show at the moment. We need to be passing our own generation's failures onto the next generation, not pass on the failures. Te- educate the next generation on our failures, and I think 
that yeah. hasn't happened because we're in such a we're, we're so divided um Let's not get into that too much, but yeah. Well, because everything becomes this like sports ball match of who's right and who's wrong. No one, no one accepts that there isn't a right or a wrong answer, that there's only a compromise that we can make. Yeah. And that we should learn from the consequences of that compromise. And somehow something like like, something as, as, as just joyful as Star Wars is you can't just be a fan of all Star Wars. Because you either have to love yeah. the Luke at the end of The Mandalorian or you have to love the Luke in The Last Jedi because those two things can't yeah. coexist, even though I think one oh. directly leads to the other and I would love a Luke show showing that arc. But even if it doesn't, I want to see the exploration of getting to that point. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm one of those people who would say, yes, let's just decanonize the sequel trilogy because it's, it's overall... Hot garbage. I dis- but- I disagree because I-, I think there are two good movies and one meme. Um, but the the first movie's bad. Like, all the movies are bad in context. But the context is the first mm- movie's bad as a prequel to the second. The second movie's bad as a sequel to the first, and they're all bad in the context of their leading to that fucking shit show of the third. I movie. disagree, and the only th- and and I disagree because I, I the characters are the are super strong for me. Um, and I do find the themes but interesting. They're so underutilized and completely unexplored. Yes, like it's, but that's it's why a you don't. That's thing. why you don't decanonize the sequels. You do a sequel show to the sequels and explore the characters properly there. Sure, but again, right? What I want is a fucking movie from Star Wars that's any fucking good. Well, Patty Jenkins is I, making I, one, I so want a, I want. No, but I, I want Star Wars Episode Ten to be good. And I wanted Star Wars Episode 7, 8, 9 to be good. I still argue 7 and 8 and are good. I don't... But even if they are in their own right, they're not good in context. They don't work well, as a the, trilogy. Yes, they the, don't work the, as a story. the Rise of Skywalker <coughs> does ruin them. Um, well, like one ruins the other. And I, I, st- I do think that the second one does fail as a sequel to the first. Partly because a lot of the threads in the first one are dropped like a hot potato because the first one was just setting up threads that and not actually planning anything. Well, the first one fails on... The, the first one succeeds at creating good characters, but it fails entirely in the plotting because I rewatched them all recently and I think the sequel trilogy has a lot of merit. I genuinely do. Um, but, like, the, the best character with the most potential in the entire trilogy... Is Finn. Is Finn. Yes, I agree. And he's dropped yeah. in Rise of Skywalker. And it's a disgrace. Uh, and, well, and, uh, and like, because it's interesting to see him explored in the second movie, but we just get another Phasma interaction that ends in her dying like a bitch. Well, but I... And that's it. I don't mind the Phasma. I like the Phasma stuff because it's actually, it's, it, he is, Finn's character in the first one is always running. He never joins the First Order. He only joins them in that last mission to save Ray. And then he nearly does yeah. the same thing at the start of um, uh, The Last Jedi, is that he's going to go run away yeah. to save Rey. Yeah. Uh, Rose yeah. Tico shows him a different path, and he's tempted away from that by the Codebreaker guy, um, Benicio yeah. Del Toro, because it's like, they're two sides of the same coin, man. Don't get involved. And those interactions with those two characters makes Finn ultimately... He, he chooses. He's like, I... I'm going to be this person. He like he like him fighting Phasma is him deciding 
who he's going to be. And I think it's super effective. Um, yeah, fair enough. In hindsight, Finn gets more exploration than 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 I. I, I literally like four days ago rewatched all of them. Um, so why? So this is super fresh, um, and that's why I'm 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 advocating so hard for these movies, especially The Last Jedi, which is genuinely a fantastic film. Um, but the fact that we can point at the most interesting character with the most potential, and it's clearly and obviously not the main character, well, I would, is a failure of all three. I would argue that he is a main character, though. He's, he's a main character, but he's not Rey. But he, Rey is the main character. She is who the trilogy is about. Yes, but you also would argue... And each movie fails to explain you would, anything about I would her. also argue that Han Solo had a more compelling character arc in the original trilogy than Luke does, um, despite Luke being the, the main character, right? Sure, and that, that's a big part of my problem with the original trilogy. I, I, I'm not a Star Wars fan by No, Cal, that has had never come up before. What on earth? <laughs> Are you God. suggesting to me that you do not love all things Star Wars? Point I don't is, know if I, I can continue like these shows... Power Rangers in Space, yep. Ahsoka, yep. Um, Mandalore, um, yep. all the shows. The, the should Book just of Boba Fett. Continue on. Yeah, should just continue on until they engulf the timeline that would have taken up the sequel trilogy, reintroduce Rey, reintroduce Finn, reintroduce Rose and all those characters, and then do something slightly different with them. Even if it follows down the same path, I, I hope it doesn't lead to the Emperor coming back, but. Well, just let it retell that story in a better way. I genuinely think that you could do something really interesting with the return of Palpatine from a different perspective. I genuinely yes, think fair that. Enough. And I think... Well, and I'm sure that's what Baby Yoda's blood's being used for. Cloning, cloning the Emperor, sure. Uh, and that'd be well, fine. Uh, allowing clone bodies to have high midichlorian I counts. even think... I was... Cause, <laughs> uh, yeah. Because when I was watching... As I said, I just rewatched them. And during the whole of Rise of Skywalker... Um, and I might do a video, I might do an essay on this, but you can tweak every scene in that movie and fix it. The script's essentially the yeah. same. The same beats, the same moments all happen, but you just tweak in tiny details. You can make Ray, I'm going to say, the granddaughter of Palpatine, but in a more interesting way while she is still a no one. Because um, Sure, but... no. Hear me out. This is my pitch for what you yeah. do with Ray and yeah. the Palpatine. Is all right. I'm going to take a seat. Instead of <laughs> instead of going, Ray, your Palpatine's daughter. It's Ray. Palpatine created you. If you want to tie this into the the over, because they're like this is a resolution for all the Star Wars movies. Um, Palpatine created Anakin. That is heavily suggested. Have him do the same thing here. He tried it again because he failed when he created Anakin. Anakin was ultimately good. So this is his second attempt. Don't have him like, I'm going to kill Rey. Rey, you need to... No, actually, Rey, you need to kill me to become me. Uh, actually, no, I can kill you and become me. Uh, again. Um, have it... He needs a new <laughs> Vader. That's what he's after. He's after his number two. And he did it again. He's like, I will create the Chosen One again. Um, to, but I'll do it right this time. I'll wear her down. She doesn't have a family. She doesn't, you know, whatever. Um, I'll, I'll, you know, she's not birthed to some, like, really nice mother. Um, 
and is picked up by Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, obviously, that all goes tits up, Anakin Skywalker, but yeah. he ultimately comes around because of his son. Um, yeah. Make it all about the hubris of the Emperor, because then it's kind of the same... You give the Emperor the same like consequences as Luke... Like, Luke's hubris led to his sure. failure, and then you could parallel that with the Emperor. All I'm saying is I could but have none of that... fixed The Rise of Skywalker. But none of that... Sure, The Rise of Skywalker could have been an okay none movie of that... in its own right if it was any good. None of that, yeah, none of that... is related to The Mandalorian. None of that follows on. Well, and none of that is related <laughs> to The Last Jedi. Like, like, that doesn't follow from The Last Jedi. Not as directly, like, like the, obviously Ray should have just been a no one, but Anakin Skywalker was sure. a slave boy. He just, like, who turned out to be, have been created by Palpatine by altering yeah. the Metachlorians. I would have been fine if that yeah. was Ray's origin too, because then she still is a no one. She's a no one who was birthed of the Force. Like, it's the Force doing that. Any fucking, whatever. I. We can't. Look, we're we so just wrap deep this in this. Up. We're at an hour and a half. I have ranted about Star Wars for far too long. Final notes on the Mandalorian is Luke Skywalker showing up was really cool. Um, I really liked that Baby Yoda met R two D two. I wish R two D two had more presence in the sequel uh, trilogy. That's my biggest complaint. Um, sure, because I love R two D two. He's oh, my I favorite like him character. Better than BB eight, but he's still just a f- droid. Whatever. Um, uh, and on one final note, people are like, you know, I'm like, Luke slashing through all those droids is 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 just straight up murder. People seem to forget that droids are what? built, programmed with emotions, programmed to feel pain, yes. and then enslaved. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the thing that we touched on last time, because Moff Gideon talks about how, like, oh, the... The problem with the stormtroopers was the human element. So getting rid of that is what's going to make them perfect killing machines. But you already had droids like a century ago. Yeah, yeah. And and why did you build those droids to be sentient? Yep. And feel pain. Like, Again. That's fucked up. Yeah. You could have just not. Yeah. And it's best to not think about the sentient of what, droids then, in the Star Wars universe. But to then do that same thing again, but not give them sentience, and now they're ultimate, they're ultimate killing machines again? Yeah. Like, why are these droids better than the other droids, besides probably being made of Beskar? <laughs> yeah, yeah, who knows? Um, well, I mean, not pure Beskar, because fucking they get cut up by a lightsaber, but... But yeah, no, I, um... All in all, what a great season of The Mandalorian. I'm excited to see where it goes. Book of Boba Fett... Very good. Um, I'm curious to see. I kind of hope that's an anthology where they show like different times in Boba Fett's life. Um, that would be because cool. you can have different actors. He's all wearing yeah. a helmet. He just have him do the voice. Yeah, yeah. CGI de aging his voice is going to be easier than his face. Um, um, yes, because it's almost like you but don't could... have to do it. Mm. Um, but uh, if this is the kind of budget and and law interconnectedness that Disney's going to do with all their Marvel stuff then I'm super keen for all their Marvel stuff. Well, and I'm also super keen for all the Star Wars shows because seeing other parts, even though, you know, fucking it, it always comes back to a Skywalker, that's the one thing that bothers me a little bit about this and why it would have been cool if it was like a Mace Windu or someone else. Yeah. Um, well, or if the sequel trilogy had have been not fucking based around the same the interaction same between the Emperor and, and the Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it's... Um, yeah, it's um, 
it, it, it makes sense that when a Jedi youngling calls out to the Force for someone, it's Luke that shows up in this era. It just makes sense. Yeah. Story-wise, yeah. it would be weird if it was anyone else. So I'm not upset yeah. that it's a Skywalker. And it doesn't feel like he's become the main premise of the show. But there are so many questions yeah. unanswered about the Mandalorian. What was Moff Gideon doing with Baby Yoda? What's going to happen to Baby yeah. Yoda? Because if Matt's right and he's killed by Kylo Ren in like 30 huh. years, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> um. Yeah, also, we didn't talk about, uh, like, the the scene where we're saying goodbye to Baby Yoda. Oh, my God, it's how, so sad. Uh, Pedro Pascal's face just gets across so much emotion. He takes and, off like, the helmet to twitches. say goodbye. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck, Luke was the villain right in that right scene. In the dick. Luke was the villain <laughs> in that scene. Taking away Baby Yoda. Oh, of course. Mm. Um, all right. On that note, tweet us at Video Shop. What Pod. do you what think of the think? Mandalorian? It's uh, cracking, cracking stuff. What are you keen for? I'm so keen How for all style. Fix? I'm so keen for Obi Wan, Kenobi. <laughs> sorry, Obi Wan Kenobi. The show. Yeah, the video game, the <laughs> board game. Uh, 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 see you, Neds. Yeah. All right. See you, Neds.